do not attempt to adjust your settings. We have commandeered this channel and are now streaming our pirate broadcast. This is the pirate stream. Welcome to the Pirate Stream Dialectical Dissidents, Episode 9. We are your hosts, Ryan Christian, Courtney Turner, Scott Armstrong, here to break the mold yet again. How are you guys today? Doing good. Good. How are you, Courtney? Tired. Tired? Yeah, you didn't get much sleep last night. I'm, I wonder what's going on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Grand Theft World, right? Or autonomy. Yeah. Or Grand, yeah. Grand Theft World, Theft right? World. Yeah. 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 All nighter. 4.30 in the morning. 4.30 in the morning. We were determined to stick it out to the very yeah. end. And even after you guys saw said goodbye to us and they rolled the little comedy sketches at the end, we were still there. We're like, no, we're staying till the end. We're staying until Tony yep. and Richard log off. Right. I'm not like the real half assing this. Well, I really wanted <laughs> yes. to get to the stuff they wanted to, they were talking about at the I end. I know. I was like, I wanted to get to that yes. stuff. So what was that? um it was a lot of like the psychological warfare stuff, and it was uh Frankfurt School, Freud. Um, then the UFOs, but but Sounds how right that ties to like sure. rock of, yeah, <laughs> all my stuff. Yeah, so let yeah. us let us know in the chat if the sound is good and everything's looking good for you guys. Uh, you know, there's just no shortage of of crazy madness in the world today. It's like we were just joking. It's like, what important story are we not going to talk about today? Right. So much going on in the world, but yeah. But I just on a fun side note, we did have the first T Lab poker game, the coveted T Lab poker game it was last night for the first time. I and, learned how to play. So yeah, it was fun. It was, it was fun. Super fun. And then you broke off and went and stayed up all night and did that. And now she's here. So she's yeah, I'm 24 here. cycle right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what's going on today, guys? What are we talking about today? What's important? What's going on? Oh, my gosh. Let's see. I don't even know. Like, I mean, the kind of the big topics last night um, were the Ohio spill, yeah. the alien stuff. And God, what else was there? Well, you know what I thought was interesting? Because we talked about uh, Project Veritas the last time. Yeah. And apparently they reinstated him. Well, no, this is check this out. I, this is from this morning. I, was, okay. I don't know if you guys we talked about briefly last time talking about this this time because we went over mm-hmm. like the, you know, objectively right. the controlled op versus not versus whatever else, you know, and this is what I just saw today. So apparently he it says that uh, he had James O'Keefe has resigned from Project Veritas. That's Disclosed TV. You know, there you seem to be reasonably, you know, I I've, I've re- rarely see Disclosed TV pull these back after, right. you know, and so on. But sure. check yeah. everything. But as far as I can tell, this everyone's doesn't seem you know this is interesting. So what do you think about that? We can try to confirm over here. I just grabbed it real quick to see if so. If he resigned, and that's he's, so, did he get brought back? That, that's and then how I he's heard. resigning. Yeah. So they brought they yeah, brought him back, and happened. now he's resigning. Which is I I don't know what to make of all of it. To be really honest, it's I, I kind of feel like it's what it looked like. Like mm-hmm. not to, you know, that always, we should always ask questions, including right, right. even people that believe in what he's doing and think that he's honest. You still should be like, could I, he be lying to me? Like, sure. I, I, but I don't think that's what's happening here. Like based on the first, like when this first all happened, I gave kind of just like my cursory, like it's limited information, right? But yeah. I said, based on what we're seeing, yeah. it seems kind of likely that he had this huge story that was hugely damning. Now, yeah. as always, I've always maintained that they, you know, it's a partisan level outlet. And I do think yeah. that they selectively edit like most everybody does, but it's still true. I think right. it's still obvious stuff. But then there's come into question about Walker and whether yeah. he is, in fact, George Webb has been just nailing this down about how this guy, like his argument is essentially that he thinks Gokeef was set up. Like that this guy was intentionally there. I think yeah. I haven't gone in deep on George Webb stuff. I've seen some of his videos. Right. But the idea being that, you know, Webb seems to be saying that James O'Keefe is doing the right thing essentially like he right. and, the, and the company is the one taking advantage of the situation I, I don't know but it seems to me like he's kind of getting pushed out at first but yeah. then he, if you're saying they were bringing him back maybe this is him going no i see what it is now i'm not being a part of it but i don't know it's it's so hard to tell what do you think scott 
Um, I don't know, man. I think that you don't underestimate Pfizer. Like I know for a fact right, that there right. are major, major, major networks. I know for a fact, cause I have friends that like tell me this who are inside these big organizations that are like, you know, conservative big time platforms that say, you, if you come on the show, you cannot talk about Pfizer. You cannot say anything wow. about Pfizer. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, they just have everything. They've got everything captured, man. And they probably just threatened him or something. I don't know. Who knows? James, you mean? Yeah, probably. You think really? Probably. Just... They probably like, you know, we, we, we go back to the uh, Brandy Vaughn case with Merck and all mm -hmm. them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So then why do you think he would quit, though? Wouldn't that mean he'd push harder or, you know, think he's scared? Or maybe, how are you reading that? Maybe. Maybe he's scared. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. We're all guessing right yeah, now. I mean, it's yeah. complete theoretical. Yeah, but it's maybe. just fascinating, yeah. isn't it? I mean, like, it's hard to understand why somebody would leave. I mean, he's built that, and yeah. it's popular. It's it's high yeah. level in, in the in the. And, I mean, he built it from scratch, arguably. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this was his baby. So, and he really went out on a limb, took major risks to do this mm -hmm. and to, to do everything involved with it. So, I found near everything he's ever put out to be at least relevant and interesting. Yeah, you know, where like absolutely. maybe there's more to the story, but this is true. Like, you mm -hmm. can't deny right. that. Exactly. Like, I remember when CNN, they once he got caught calling it a nothing burger. Right, and they just right. ignored it. They're like, out of context. It's like, how could that possibly be out of context? Right. It's exactly what he said. Yeah, I don't know. This yeah, is interesting. So I, I don't know. I mean, it, it does seem plausible that mm. they would threaten him or uh, threaten, you know, use some sort of leverage of power over him that, it, I, that he couldn't uh, shy away from, that he couldn't. Mm. Uh, well, it, it reminds me also of the architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth situation right, with Richard right. Gage, right? You have yeah. somebody who, you know, the head of the foundation built it from the ground up is fully yeah. invested in it. And then all of a sudden the whole board of directors turns on you, votes you out, right. you know? And so like with that situation, uh, I've talked to Richard extensively about it, you know, and it seems like, you know, there's an element of capture within the, 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 the organization. Right. So I don't know if that's what happened with project Veritas, but it seems like very similar situations. Yeah. yeah. And it, it is very concerning when you have like this board that can completely override you and what you've created mm -hmm. uh, you know i think from uh the outsiders and from a financial perspective people like it because then they feel like there's there's some checks and balances totally. and separation of power but when you start to look at how corruption works and you know science of leveraging power yeah. it's a really great mm -hmm. system to infiltrate and to corrupt and to overthrow the the bulwark and the the genesis of what yeah. Right there in the first place it's an interesting dynamic though because you can think about this in the large scale like from like a governmental perspective mm -hmm. right it's almost like you it it's almost like a given that you're like well it's better to have more than just like one ultimate person in power right but then you think about it at the company level you know like for instance elon musk i mean that's yeah. why he took it private right I mean, essentially so yeah. it's he doesn't have to deal with any kind of a board right. or you know and, and people like that because they were like he's the one and he knows and he's gonna save us all i disagree with that I, but yeah. you see why that made sense to them in that moment so sure. You know, I don't know, because I understand, I agree, a board can easily be manipulated, but I would argue that'd be more, it really comes down to whether you trust the main person or not, and whether yeah. you believe they're doing the right thing. That's a really hard thing to, to rest it on, you know? Right, but in this case, uh, even if you trust the main person, now it's the board who really had the power. No, that's what I mean, though, like, if it's not like in an Elon Musk Twitter situation, yeah. it really comes down to whether you believe he's doing the right thing. Right. It's just what you think. Because I would argue the board, there's more people that would need to be compromised. So it just right. seems more difficult. But I'm with you. More I don't people, ever want a board telling me what to do. To <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't claim to have the answer either. But I, just to flesh it out a bit, mm -hmm. like more people who need to be compromised on the one hand, but also because human beings do tend to uh, engage in group think, right? Yeah. They're, they're yep. more e easily co-opted if they see their peers aligning. Yeah. So, you know, whereas if it, it's just one person isolated, 
in some ways, I actually think they're harder to manipulate because mm. you have to deal with just them and their values and their mission. Yeah, I, I agree with both. I see both sides yeah. of it for sure. It's a difficult situation. So yeah, so this is, it's hard to read. So I guess we have to wait and see. I'm sure he'll put out a statement. Maybe he yeah. already has about, you know, what's going on, but right. it'll be interesting to see how he goes forward, whether or not he decides to do something of his own. Right. And then that's the new, th- I'm willing to bet you no matter what, obviously it's a business, Project Veritas is going to keep doing their yes. thing. And then it's going to be questionable, though. So are now they doing the half the light truth light? And right. they're the, you know, so we'll have to wait and see. I guess I, I, I was just going to say that I wonder what they're going to do moving forward, but I also wonder what the other media is mm-hmm. going to do, like yeah. how they're going to spin this whole thing. Well, be- we see the BOP split right now, like DeSantis Trump, and like so it's probably going to be like yep, you know he so. was the I who knows, but I, I get a sneaky suspicion that most of them will be on O'Keefe's side, just yeah. to justify to guess, but yeah, yeah interesting. Yeah. But they're, oh, on the side note, actually talking about this kind of same similar situation. Uh, I don't know if you, we've confirmed that, but something in the chat was saying Grand Theft World from last night was actually censored on Twitter or excuse me, on YouTube because of a copyright strike. Oh. Yeah, just doesn't a surprise Netflix me. copyright. Was it? Yeah. God. Oh, the white noise stuff. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. It's just dumb. I mean, see, this is the crazy part about this is they know and YouTube knows that it's called fair use. Yep. It's as easy to prove. It's it's a guarantee in a court of law. You are. Yeah, and the thing is, the Constitution has always roundly, you know, we are journalists, whether they want to say we are or not. Right. So you have a right to sit here. And what people that don't know, fair use is just a copyright under the Fair Use Copyright Act, I believe, is that you can talk about these kind of things like the movie White Noise and share a clip of it in the yeah. context of a news report. And that's allowable, even right. if somebody else owns the right. And they all know this. That's actually why, if you guys know my videos at the bottom of everything I do, even on platforms that don't censor, I've got that listed. Copyright Act of so-and-so. Yep. So then in the court of law, if it ever came to it, you're like, I've got it listed right there. Uh, I could find, yeah. I could grab it. It's something that's... Like yeah, and no, they they absolutely know. But the, here here's the problem. Right here. This is part of what we were discussing last night. It's it's AI. So this is uh, YouTube is uh, it's Google, and as they're uh, as the video gets uploaded, they're actually uh, descripting the mm. text, and the AI starts decoding for buzzwords, mm-hmm. and then right. start figuring out what they're going to flag. So it's not even a human regulating this, yeah. and they don't the care. AI is far from perfect. So Absolutely. they don't care. No, I think if you if you said seventy six, you're right. It's the yeah. it's the Copyright Act of nineteen seventy six, yeah. which says allows for the fair use for purposes of criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. I mean, that's pretty much like everything yeah, we do. Everything. Just, they just don't like you using it for the purposes of saying things they don't want you to say. That's exactly. what I would argue. Any case, well, on that note, let's what you know. Let's let's talk about the the big gigantic story that everyone's you know that I've been covering that everyone's talking about Ohio. Yeah. You know, it's it's a because there's a lot of different opinions swirling around this whole thing. I mean, I feel like I'm on the on the point at which I mean, I think the I'm, Ohio. The, tra- the chemical disaster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that I'm, I'm at a point where I'm trying, I mean, I'm trying to be very careful. I know that there are fake things going around, like every sure. big story, like for yeah. sure. I've even found some myself, but that doesn't mean that some of these people living in Ohio that are just going, no one's hearing me. This is happening or lying. Yeah. So it's really difficult. Or that they're not backtracking constantly. They're covering things up. They're telling yeah. you one thing. And then two days later, they tell you the complete opposite. Right. It's very hard. I mean, it's it's impossible not to see dishonesty in all this right now. Yes. But is that just the classic covering up our mistakes so we don't hope we are mm. aren't accountable, or is there something bigger going on? And that's right. what's hard for me to discern right now. So I I'm think trying the to be careful. Programming element is what makes it even harder not to be skeptical that mm-hmm. there is some sort of uh, intention behind it. Yeah. What do you think, Scott? Uh, yeah. I mean. On, on on all outward appearances, it seems like it's a uh, it's a complete disaster. But you know, I could also see how it could be leveraged into you know 
trying to take advantage of the locals and get their land for cheap and just like the whole just you know come in and just smash and grab type situation you know what food i mean like, I supply know, like, too maybe yeah What's and then and then that? some of the other things too is like you can take you can take a situation like this or you could take like a you know you can try to take a somewhat maybe i don't want to call it like a small situation we could blow it up way bigger than it actually is and like mm-hmm. we saw that i sent you guys that image of like okay it's affecting now the whole like you know ohio river basin all the way down to like north tennessee and so now with this one single incident they can they can explain away all sorts of medical conditions right. for the next 10 years for yep. this entire region of the country mm. just by one little incident over here now they can explain away all the myocarditis and strokes and blood clots and turbo cancer for the next 10 years in this whole of section right. of the united states and then the Three question is bit. is it is it bigger than just that map they're yeah. showing because yeah. we you know there's so many layers to this about... or is it worse or is it worse i don't know exactly like, is, it, is it is it blown way out of proportion or is it worse i mean yeah. i don't know yeah you know, and it's... you know what i was saying last night is that is that it's this is almost like what they want from us. Like I was joking about that other, the balloons is they realize the way to get us to just lose our minds tells nothing. And yeah. we all just think guess That's into it. it. That's it. Right. And so well, now we have this also a way to discredit us. Yeah. That, because exactly. when they don't tell us, and then we start, we're grasping for straws, understandably because people's lives and health and uh, livelihoods are at stake. And right. so it makes sense. People want to get to the bottom of this, Exactly. but because we don't have, because we have such limited information and such convoluted information and so much cover up and, uh, uh, contradictions, then it, it's an easy way to discredit us because yeah. as soon as they come out with their whatever they agree upon as their mainline narrative, they'd be like, Oh, you know, well, those crazy people were coming up with things that were so far fetched. Right. And see, there's a layer to that too that I think that that's being, you know, there are people just actually sharing fake stuff to get clicks. That yep, then, and then, same course. point, they use that to say, See, they're lying. There's all we, as we know, there are agendas to put these things out by the people trying to trick us. So we do so. So, you know, that's how this works. But, you know, somebody's pointing out in the chat, for example, you know, that that they were deleting maps showing how far. I don't know if the person in the chat's talking about the account that shared the NOAA map that was being, that got deleted, but now it's shown, so they're back. Or I was pointing out these distribution maps from the same website that are just gone. And I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. And it's the National Oceanic Association of America, I think is the NOAA. Okay. And somebody was like, look at these distribution maps of Ohio and where it's going. And you click on them, like, page can't be found. And I'm like, that isn't, I mean, I mean this, is it that obvious? Like, right. really? Like, you're just going to delete the distribution map from the main website? So, or, or something else happened. I don't know. But to your point, there's so much like that happening. And so, to the point Scott was making, they stop, they, they, it's like they're doing everything they can to not let this information get out mm-hmm. when they know that people are actually being hurt or can be. And then going, but though it's safe, drink the water. Like, how do you not see that as inherently dishonest, even if they have a reason they're not telling it to you? Like, that's just blatantly obvious. So then people like us step in and go, well, let me try to figure it out. I'll look at this. I'll give you what I think. And then they attack us for doing that. At least somebody's trying to give them information. Yeah. You know, that's how I think about it. But Mm -hmm. back to the risk, though. Like, what, what do you think, Scott? Do you think that right now what we're looking at is, like, if you had to peg it, is this not as serious or do you think it's getting worse like including all the stuff we've talked about dioxins and yeah. all these different layers to it well what that's the other thing too that came up is the fact that then i checked this because this came up last night too mm-hmm. like the, the fact that they're just not even testing for the whole dioxin yeah. thing. Right. and now right. there are senators that are calling for accountability around that saying oh, okay so show us whether or not you've done this and if not explain why you haven't done it exactly. so exactly. it's the old trick of like if you don't test for it then it doesn't exist yeah. sort of thing. so yeah. right. there's that for sure but um you know i don't know I'm leaning more towards, yes, it is a horrible, awful thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, absolutely. But uh, <clears throat> another argument I heard is that it's our, 
Okay, so there's the argument that uh, the farmland is going to be, you know, diminished in value, and these farmers are going to yeah. be put out of business, and these Amish farmers are going to be put out of business, and all this stuff. And and it's part of that big food corporation, yeah, there too. food corporation, yeah. or yeah, that could be them yeah. kind of trying to consolidate and and grow, you know, expand or their major and destroy major yep. uh, yep. you know, mass production food sources. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. but but I heard you know an argument being that like what is even more effective in in causing and creating that reality than poison in itself is just the fear around it like if we're out here perpetuating all this fear that's going to do just as much damage and diminishing the value of the land so it's like you know are we doing more harm than good then blowing it out of proportion like it shows that's why it's important to be completely accurate and try to get as much information objective exactly right and see i'm glad you said that because we have and this is it's hard because especially in the partisan world as i always frame it because i think that's where most of it comes from is people attack you for just having a different opinion Mm -hmm. or trying to be like whoa let's be careful with this Mm -hmm. and they oh you're shilling which is certainly possible anybody could be a shill but let's all want evidence right i think that's a fair thing to say but but i I, i'm glad you said that because i think we could do damage by hyping this Mm -hmm. and I, i do think that there are people that do that for benefit totally but i do sure. think you're, you're right there are people that are trying to do what's right but that, that get led by others and fall into that trap and start linking things but you know like right now i mean there is an i have something i can show you some videos there are just endless videos yeah stuff that you can't verify that like yeah. that's crazy uh, that's yeah. not and then you dig into we were just looking at a thing from turkey for example and i'm yeah. like like somebody's look at this crazy crater from the earthquake. And I'm like, that looks like a movie. It looked like, hor- right. like biblical. Mm-hmm. And then somebody's pointing out in the chat, which I'm surprised I didn't see. They're like, look, you can see walking paths along the side of it. <laughs> and it's like, God, and people are just trying to lie. Did, not, yeah. did that guy lie? Did he right. not care to check it? Does it really matter? You know, it's right. false information. And then people point at that and censor us and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I, I think there's so many layers to this. That's where I was going. The dioxin part of it. That scares me. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, being real about it. Like has it's like a half life of like seven to eleven years. Yeah, so persistent. I, it's it, it is POP. I forget what it stands yeah. for. It's something that basically it means that they they can take years, if not like basically forever. These chemicals just stick around, and so that, that's the dioxin part of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. so here, here's what I'm going to say before is this, this is where I see the levels of it. So we have the the vinyl chloride. Yeah, which was you know I guess there's like dispute, which I don't even know how it's possible about how many tankers were actually holding it. Mm-hmm. And that that was burned, definitely. And it's right there the, the, on the ground, leaking in. That caused an immediate issue with vinyl chloride around this area. Right? Right. So that's one thing. And that in and of itself is horrifying. Sure. And then, of course, the burning it, not even getting a dachshunds, was caused phosgene and other different things that caused the, salt, the uh, hydrochloric acid in the rain, which we have clearly seen happening. Even yeah. local media has been covering it, and they're not yeah. really getting into it. But then you step out of the area like the one, two miles, which by the way, even right there, they're proving this has gone miles past what mm-hmm. they said. People are getting sick and they're proving this. Sure. There's a veterinarian that just proved animals yeah, doing the verifiable animals. Uh, vinyl chloride poisoning. It's been verified by animals, like bigger animals. But then outside of that though, my thought is, okay, they say that it's lower in the ground, like the water. So people are their higher elevation, like you're, they don't the risk, right? For the water. Right. And they got the wind that's been mostly blowing from the South. Yeah, so it's going more North. north. Yeah. And so the question is, like, is the vinyl chloride a problem? And for them outside, it doesn't seem like it. But then you get into the byproducts and what's happening. And you do see this stuff. Like, I'm seeing stuff all the way people are arguing in New York, arguing in Ontario, that they're seeing this stuff. And again, There's a bunch of people in the in New England area. Yeah. Were, and they were showing pictures of, like, the, the rain and those, like, very strange looking rainbow puddles. Yeah, right. What, what, what were your thoughts on that, Scott? Because I know you were saying something about, because this is really interesting because yeah. we have to be careful. I know. I've been trying to find it too, but I heard some reporting talking about how that's a natural phenomenon. How right. There's like stuff like, you know, maybe even this time of year that's like underneath the, the, the soil and the bottom of them that 
because like typically oil floats on the surface so if it's coming up from the ground mm-hmm. um i heard that that's a natural phenomenon but i haven't been able to i haven't had a chance to pull that up so. the one thing that's important to note is that we've already and i've actually had this confirmed by their other reports saying that this stuff will sink mm-hmm. to the basement is that okay. this the, the density of this does go and does it's heavier than the atmosphere and mm-hmm. so what somebody or the whatever you would call it, the ambient, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. what what uh, one of these people were saying and they asked for their name not to be given. We were Taylor and I were talking about this, mm-hmm. that ultimately they're saying that what they're likely doing, their opinion, but they're that this person knows what they're talking about, that they're testing the surface of the water. Okay. Knowing that this is sinking to the bottom of the water because right. of how heavy it is, and they're getting minimal, if not you know, results that say, "Well, it's acceptable." And it's. I think this is such an important point because, uh, as both of you have very eloquently pointed out, they they could be blowing this out of proportion to create fear, to mislead, um, and it also could be much worse than yeah. what they're letting on. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest uh, question and concern for me personally is this lack of testing. The fact that they're testing the top of the water. Why are they not testing to the bottom of the water? Right. Why are they? Well, that's not they... for sure, by the way. That's what? just, that was their opinion. Okay. What they're likely okay. doing because he's, their kids convinced that there, there is levels obviously high enough by right. all the things we're seeing. So the only way he thinks they could be is by testing the water. Maybe it's by on purpose. Maybe it's accident. I just make right. that clear. Not okay. Sure. That, that's fair. But but my question is that why why do they wait ten days to tell to even say anything about what's going on? Right? That's so, my biggest point right there. Yeah, like, I can't get so past that. it's just the the lack of investigation, the lack of transparency. It it could, this could be being blown out of proportion and just made into a story for the purposes of, of fear mongering, disinfo, discrediting, chaos, all mm. of that. Uh, but. The fact that there is so little transparency is what makes me most concerned. I agree. Why? Just my opinion, and based on everything we're seeing, I just almost find that impossible. Yeah. That this is not something like that. There, there's clearly something, and even if we can, the lowest level, as uh, 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 Kanoa the Great, the mm-hmm. the Twitter account points out, the first place I saw it, uh, CTEH, I forget the full name, is the company they're using for testing and checking for safety. It's the company that's been involved with the BP spill, Katrina, all these mm-hmm. verifiable cover-ups, essentially, yeah. where they got caught, at the very least, where it was worse than what they said in the beginning. Right. I know That's what I think it is. But so now, yet again, here they are. And that's the company that already got caught trying to give somebody a document that was, a you know, what do they call, uh, removed from harm, basically right, holding right. the company not accountable. And they're like, oops, well, that was a mistake, and then pulled it back. It's like, God. And I think <laughs> the predictive programming element really is uh, not to be ignored. Yes, that's, that's not, it. There, I agree. There's just, there's just way yeah. too many coincidences. And uh, we, we did talk about this last night, but Delilo, uh, the author of the, the original book that was written in the 80s, uh, has written several other books that had a lot of predictive programming mm-hmm. in it as well, which, and again, I can't verify this. I don't know for sure, but it, it it makes me think he might be an asset and mm-hmm. that he was intentionally coordinated to uh, for the purpose of predictive programming. But one thing I can say is that the coincidences were just astounding. There's it way is. too many. The one that stands out to me the most was somebody, I, I would love to credit them. I can't remember who it was. I did in the show. They, they, the Rackner star <clears throat> is the right. one of the books they wrote. And it just so happens that the person who was in the movie White Noise who was person at the town who was involved with the whose name is Ragnar? I mean, R A G T E R. I've never even heard that before. Right. So it's hmm. and so think about the likelihood that that would happen. It's certainly possible, right. but it seems pretty, you know. And then you add it to every other coincidence we're seeing in this huge coincidence. You know, it's uh, a simulation, it's but I thought it's real. Nobody's yeah, real. that's my but favorite no, clip. Simulation. <laughs> I suppose I still have that. Yeah, the, the if you guys have seen the movie White Noise, that's the my favorite part of that, where they it's like 
he has the band on. It's like, yeah. you know, we're, it's a simulated evacuation, but this is real. It's like, yeah, but we figured we could use the simulation to test the real, or to use the real thing to test the simulation, <laughs> which again, I find kind of funny, but think about the overlap of having the people in the town now living through the real thing after doing the movie. I mean, it's just like breaks your brain, yeah. you know, everything else involved. It's like, my thing too, is you go through the original uh, article about this from uh, CNN's the one I use, but they're kind mm-hmm. of like, it's crazy that it just so happens to be the same town is it's like exactly like the movie. Yeah. I mean, the beginning of it, the way it starts, the way the cloud comes up the train, the way they cover it, the way that they waited and then they had to evacuate I mean, everything. everything. And, it, and it's not even the way it would normally go through. It was like a weird process. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's, that should not be dismissed. I'm yeah. not saying I think it's definitely connected, but. We should ask those questions. Yeah, for sure. sure. It's a little strange at the very least. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's crazy. It's very crazy. Well, here's uh, here's some uh, clips. This is one. uh, This one I played on the last show. This is what you were talking about. Now, this to me, I find, again, all these take with a grain of salt. Somebody could be wrong. They could be lying. You just don't know. That's the point. But. I I am seeing this kind of everywhere. Now, this is a scene snow melt down. I hate the twit TikTok garbage behind everything. Yep. But so this guy is showing you that he's walking along in Ontario, the side of his street, and you can see the the discoloration along the side right. of every single snowbank along the way. And I mean, I've seen this a lot of different places. Like I said, ignoring for the moment that somebody could make this kind of stuff up. I am seeing this in a lot of places yeah. where it's it's. I find that really hard to believe. That's just a bunch of oil all the way down every street, all the way along, right where the snow is melting. And so, and I have seen other examples of the snow doing this in other places, like within this kind of the radius around this. So I just find that pretty crazy. And that would suggest that that's the, some level of these things, whether it's phosgene, dioxin, these byproducts, I find it hard to believe that vinyl chloride is making its way all the way this far, because if it's, you know, boils in eight degrees Fahrenheit, it's basically would dissipate by then I would argue but to me, that's pretty damning. Here's another one that I think is, I mean, this is pretty nuts. This one is alarming to me. Actually, oh, here, we can just show it right on the screen. Now, this one, essentially, this is some kind of weird, I mean, you tell me if you guys think this is how it should look. This is a guy's car, and the snow is on it. You can see the sheen, the weird discoloration on it, but it's the way that it responds when he hits it. Now, it could just be the way that ice acts. I don't know. You tell me what you think. At first, you can see the weird little sheen, you know, the different discoloration. But, I mean, it, this could be faked. It could be manipulated like anything else. I just feel obligated to say that every time. Mm-hmm. See? I mean, you can see that. There's definitely like a – but it's the, it's the last kind of part where it weird – like it looks weird to me. Right. Somebody's comparing it to like graphene something in the chat. I don't even know why, you know, that jumps to conclusions. Yeah. But, I mean, like it's just strange. Is that not strange? Spike protein, dude. It's That's spike, weird. Spike I mean, protein. I've seen ice act that way like on the ground when you step on it when it's thawing. But, right. but the way that the colors are acting, I mean, just everything next to which, maybe if this was well, the only it, video, I might dismiss it, but it's, I don't know. It also just looks like a, a gas underneath the ice. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. look like just natural yeah. ice. There's a, a different, different states of, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it could just be air and the truck's black. You know what I mean? Like that's possible. It, it could. But, but I, I'm not, way. I'm not saying that. It couldn't, but yeah, it, yeah. No, I mean, I think we've all seen ice on a car before. That's- and it looks strange, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's where I'm at. I'm like, this, it's, it's an anomaly. It looks odd. And everyone is pointing these things out. And so I just find it really hard to miss this stuff right now, you know? But uh, here's another thing I wanted to talk about is uh, there's in the clips now. I, my, my coverage last night, actually, I used the 
What? You got oh, another another. There was a clip that was uh, that we didn't get to on Grand Theft World last mm-hmm. night. That I thought you it? would love. Uh, it was, I think it's ended in the the chat, the uh, pirate stream chat on signaling stream. But anyway, let's go ahead and go. I, okay. I think that'd be really <laughs> worth talking about. Well, I'll so send it again. Th- th- this was uh, the point about the the document, which I can actually bring up that I think is important to reference anyway, which was the document from HHS where they altered the information around. Here it is. Toxic, the toxicology profile for mm. vinyl chloride, right? Mm. And it's just, this is e- the easiest thing in the world to prove. Now, just the first point, January 23 was that they, they submitted a draft for comment. Has, so this is still going to change, it seems, was the point. It hasn't been final. The last final toxicology report, and ask yourself why they need another one anyway, was July 2006. So randomly, after 17 years, they just decide... To, like 11 days before this happened right. to just update how the level of which this is dangerous. And they just so happen to make it more like the PPM goes up. So it's basically saying it's more dangerous in the old reports. Now mm-hmm. the new one comes out and they're like, it's less dangerous essentially. Right. And I go through all of this and show you that there's a couple important points. One of which is in the old report from 2006, they, they argue that 100 parts per million, which is way, 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 way lower than what they're talking about in this report and what people are seeing mm-hmm. can cause cancer. So first of all, just so we're aware of that, and that's just vinyl chloride. But the bigger part of it, which was that, uh, which was, uh, where was it? Hold on. Oh, the smell. So I, in their own report, they make the point about how 3,000 parts per million is like is the, is the, when you can smell it. And that, and that implies, and here, I'll just show you on their own graph, danger. Oh, no. Right. So here's their graph. So what they're saying in the report is that you can start to smell it around 3,000 parts per million. And that's that fruity, sweet smell that they're smelling, right? Mm-hmm. This is what they're saying at that level for just for animals. Increased liver weight, uterine dilation in fetuses, increased kidney weight, histopathological changes in the liver, respiratory tract, increased liver. And the point is all the way down here at 50 to 300 is death for animals. So I don't know. This graph is so ridiculous. But my point is that we can prove by their own study that if you can smell it, that means that it's above 3,000 parts per million. And that means danger. Guaranteed, as far as their own report says, here's what we're hearing on these reports as of uh, 13 days ago, but you can find it as well as like up to recent reports that people can smell it, but don't worry, it's not dangerous. So their own report seems to contradict that. Here's just this part right here. Hours after the fire and smoke, an official with Norfolk Southern called the controlled release a success. But at the same time, as far north as Cortland now, 40 miles from East Palestine, there is a strong chemical smell strong. in the air. It has been described as a chlorine smell. One person said it had the scent of a nail polish remover. No one is reporting it inside their homes, but you can certainly smell it outside. Now, that's definitely changed. Now, the smell, the sweet smell is what you get reported from a lot of the people there, like mm-hmm. the average people. So they may be talking about a different smell. But o- overall, you're seeing these reports from everywhere in the po- and inside your house. Remember, 13 days ago, 13 days ago, right? This is we're now way past that. And they're like, well, we don't even know for sure at this right. point. And people are being told that their houses aren't able to be gone back to. They have to throw away their furniture, but it's OK to be there. I mean, it just it just seems unbelievable. Here's yeah. one more. People smelling a chemical smell in the air, but there has been no official yeah. reading of poor air quality. We want to remind you that the evacuation order is still in effect, as well as sheltering in place. 
had reports now, now, of the, the, the interesting thing is that what does she say there that people smelling a chemical smell in the air but there has been no official reading of poor air quality no so that does that mean it's not bad just no official reading no there's no, no, there's no, there's no data we have no data yeah, no official reading of poor air quality like no official they, have reading. Been, they have been suggested <laughs> to evacuate and to uh, shelter in place i just can't so so again just so which one is it evacuate or shelter in place yeah if right poor air quality why are you staying in oh, yeah, huh. the same place because because what they're basically admitting to is that people aren't able to do that these people right. don't have you know like like look what poor people obviously cannot just pick up and go anywhere but average people let's just say in you know, whatever the the middle class which is now basically all part of the 99 percent. Right. but point is that people who even have a little bit in the bank you what your dogs your obligations your kids you got all you know everything you can't just pick up your life and just jump and to just assuming you've got somewhere to go a right. friend another right. family member not everyone has that so it's just their point is that they know that people aren't even able to leave and they're like get out of here but you can stay there too and that's okay it's like that's not even accurate either get out because you're in danger exactly. or not but you're, like you're saying Oh, so the point again, though, if you don't, if you missed it, is that if you can smell it according to their own documentation, that means that you're at risk, right? I mean, that's what we're talking about, and so they can smell it. And I've heard reports as of yesterday, people still being able to smell it in the air in certain areas. It just blows me away. Crazy, yeah, absolutely crazy, man. Uh well, I sent you something in the uh, signal chat. I'd love to get on oh, the record. Yeah, yeah, it's uh absolutely hilarious. I uh I was listening to the last Thursday episode of uh, No Agenda, and they clipped this out. The whole clip is pretty. I mean, it's like it's six minutes, but uh, I would say if you fast forward to about like three minutes fifty seconds, that's the. There's some such cringy stuff in this, but but yeah, we uh, a little bit before, yeah, right before that guy goes on, right before that guy goes on. Oh. I would go back it up just a little bit more. Go ahead and go and talk about. But uh, it's it's worth getting on the record. It's basically talking about the association between. COVID injections and heart attacks. Right. Okay. And the whole, the whole piece does a great job of, uh, you know, explaining how there's zero association with heart attacks and COVID injections. There's none. And in fact, you're 11 times more likely to get a heart, have a heart attack from COVID. Right. (sighs) Which I know you've done so much work (laughs) disproving, you know? And so, but there, but there, but it's it's so frustrating because like you, you know, on your show, you could spend hours, going into all the scientific literature, putting putting out all the information out there, really debunking that whole claim. And all they have to do is make some stupid little piece like this and says, you're 11 times more likely. And then it's just like, it's like, a, and almost just like wipes everything else away. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So let's, let's watch what you're talking about here. Let's get to the point. Yeah. Three, so researchers yeah, considered a risk factor for heart right disease in and of itself. Though she says they have more work to do before knowing for sure. All right. Aaron McLaughlin. Aaron, uh, thank you. Joining us with more is NBC senior medical correspondent, Dr. John Torres. I think we should start off with something that a lot of people think and I think needs to be cleared up. There are a lot of people who believe it is the COVID vaccine that causes heart issues, not COVID itself. Can you just clear that up? COVID itself, there's such a higher risk of getting a heart issue from COVID, especially myocarditis. And when you look at the statistics, myocarditis, you're 11 times more likely to get it from COVID itself than you are from the vaccine when it comes well, let's just no, let's just start yeah, yeah, yeah well, play it out. Start no no go ahead if, i'll play well, it out the the, the money maker is right after heart attacks there's been no direct connection between the vaccine and heart attacks or cardiac arrest wow. there have been some reports but those reports were usually somebody who had a heart attack the day after getting the vaccine which means the vaccine really hadn't had time to do anything in their body Jeez. <laughs> i can't even believe that did he really just say that? God. Did he really just say that? He said, he said, well, there have been some reports. With of, a straight face, yeah, too. There, yeah. there have been some reports of uh, 
heart attacks after a vaccine, but they typically happen the day after the vaccine, which means it couldn't be the vaccine because yeah, it hasn't course. even had time to, oh to do anything God. yet. <laughs> right. Because, you know, you take arsenic and it's like, well, second, like, it's not even 24 hours. So it can't be the poison. It doesn't make sense. I mean, there's just so many, and your point is the best thing there is that this is what's so frustrating. What we do is we can like nail this to the ground, you know, just completely peer reviewed science, everything, like even them having admissions about, well, yes, this is a, And then all they got to do is just roll out another guy sitting on the chair. Which the report says experts think, and it's open that people buy it, you yeah. know? And the, the, th- the thing I keep saying about this is it's a false comparison. As we know, we've mm-hmm. talked about this so many times is you, the risk of COVID-19 has been shown by peer reviewed science, high level, multiple times to be less than the flu pre-vaccination. Yeah. That's been, mm-hmm. has been broken. They don't tell you that if you're out there listening, you will not hear that, but that has been proven by peer reviewed science on Elise severe science direct and plenty of others. It was uh, the Ionitis group, I believe. And it was like 0.03 to 0.07 under 69 years old. I mean, just less than the flu for most everybody. So that first is the point. And so then you have to catch it with that low risk mm-hmm. to even have the risk of what they tell you is myocarditis risk, which I could show you four or five studies peer review right. that say there's no risk at all. Right. So that's the first point, but then they're telling you that, you know, the risk is more from COVID, but you, you get that injection in your arm, you're instantly risk, right? That risk is there. Yeah. Yeah. But so the idea is that that's compared to something you still have to catch. Like they're not stupid. They know that, that that's not the same thing, you know? So it's, it's it a lie to tell people that it's the same thing when they know better, especially since the science backs up what we're saying anyway. Like well, this just make, makes me so frustrated. It, yeah. It's infuriating. Because it, it, I mean, it's so obviously a lie, but it's not just a lie. I mean, they really, they want you to just completely you know, negate any possible critical thinking skills at all. Right. It's like, yeah, you believe me, you're your lying eyes. Like you're, you're literally just watching him full face lie. Right. And, and it just, it flies in the face of any common sense. It really does. Any uh, common that sense. That last part, especially. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Well, they took the injection yesterday and I, it can't be It that could possibly be. No, what, what was the other variable? <laughs> could you tell me that? What was the other variable in the last 24 hours? Oh, you know, what's God. funny though. And this is, this is what I think about, like, I don't want to, I'm not trying to give this guy any kind of a pass because he's yeah. a yeah. complete, either a jackass or a liar, as far right. as I'm concerned, <laughs> right? But these people have gone through their entire careers thinking that it's the right thing to do to tow what the experts say. Right. I'm an expert, but they're my experts, right? The CDC right, right. tell me what to say. And they all admit that, like that they're, that's the right thing because they, the, they have the checks and balances and the teams and they know, whatever. Right. So this has been the set narrative that they tell them this, like, this is why this makes sense. And here, like, and the point that I'm getting at, you could, you could uh, um, use that against everything he said, basically, sure. myocarditis and all, but that last point about the one day thing is that they are telling everybody from the beginning this started and, or from the start of this, and we've covered it on Substack as well, Scott, that yeah. the, the 14 to 21 day period where they act like nothing counts before that time period. And yep. anything that happens, heart attacks, death, whatever else, that's considered unvaccinated. That's yep. on their website. So they just go with that. As this guy's like, well, that's what the experts say, so that's the fact. But you can prove that's not true. He just toes the line. So that's my point. He's either too dumb to know that doing that isn't right. right or he's happy to lie, you know, or whatever else. But here, here's one study peer reviewed along many others I've shown. If you guys have seen, it says post COVID-19 infection was not associated with either myocarditis or pericarditis. This is the best highest level random controlled peer reviewed study you will find mm-hmm. on this topic. And plenty of other experts have made that point. There's no study better than this on the topic. It doesn't mean you should dismiss everything else, right. but do you think he doesn't know this is here? You know, does right. he just pretend that doesn't count? You know, it's like, it's just so ridiculous to me. But it's just, I mean, it's just it's like in terms of just very, very basic common sense. Mm-hmm. If there's what, if there's no other variable, 
How would you just ignore the one thing that changed? Right. Back to your point. Yeah, exactly. That's a great point because there's got to be I mean, something. Like if you have an allergic reaction and you like did every year, you, you had your completely normal routine, except that, you know, you tried a different lotion that day. You're probably <laughs> going to think you might be allergic to that lotion. I mean, this isn't rocket science. It's right. just, wait, that was the one variable. Nothing else was different in my day. Right. And then I had this horrible allergic reaction. That's another great point to think about, like the Bayer's overlap. Is, is how absurd it is so for them absurd. to pretend that like, well, we don't know. So therefore we won't engage with it. Like that's not how that works. You can argue you don't know, but you damn well better find out. And then yeah. if, if you don't know, then you can't pretend it's not something, right? right. Like that's pretty obvious. It's, it's just so stupid. It's the same with the Vax game, you know? Totally, yeah. totally. So yeah, I just want to get that on the record because it's one of the funniest things I've heard in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Insane. Yeah, man. Unbelievable. Well, let's we see. Got, what else we got? What else is yeah, going on, guys? Uh, there was there was some other stuff on Ohio I was looking at. Um, but yeah. what else? What, what's going on for you, Courtney? What's going on in the world? What do you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? I built I, I built a planter box this weekend. A That's cool. Planter box, gigantic eight by or excuse me, ten by five planter box. I'm gonna start growing veggies. I got my seeds. We're gonna start doing nice. starts. Oh, so like for you personally? Yes, for yeah, me. That's yes, awesome. 100%. Yeah. So there you go. That's, that's super, awesome. Super awesome. It's a it's a learning curve for sure. Have you ever grown stuff nope, before? Like, I used to be new. so bad at it. Yep. And you just you know you just start to learn little tricks and different stuff. Yep. But I used to be so confused. I'm like, why mm-hmm. doesn't this work? <laughs> you just put it in the ground, right? You put water yep, on. <laughs> exactly. That's all I'm planning on doing. We're gonna see how it goes. Yeah. So, no, yeah, it works. This is, this is a good a good area. Like Tennessee mm-hmm. weather for the yep. most part when it's not freezing is actually pretty good as far as I know. I'm not an expert, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's a good skill. Yeah, Definitely. totally. That's that's it. I'm just gonna trial and error my way into nice. something. We'll see. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I've been just following. I mean, obviously, all the 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 different distractions that they put out there between you know the uh the the, the China boogie, boogeyman, the war with Ukraine, Russia, the the UFO psyop stuff, mm-hmm. and I, I yeah, I just feel like they're. I think I said this last night, but I feel like they're really trying to stoke the tensions and uh, oh, yeah. uh, foment all this uh, uh, chaos and uh, warring factions. But then on the other hand, they want to keep playing this really tired, you know, I mean, we we, we know Project Bluebeam, you know, <laughs> but they keep bringing it up. And I think it is like they, on the other hand, they want to try and create a unifying force mm-hmm. after they've created all this other chaos. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, that that might be what we're talking about right there. So the idea of like the divide and conquer, you know, yeah. I think we made some headway in the opposite direction with that. Cause like on Grand Theft World last night, we, there was a lot of coverage about the rage against the war machine yep. rally yep. out in Washington, DC. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even though, even within that, I mean, just from what I hear, just from like yeah. what they were showing, like it sounds like there were some people that were like not showing up to it because, you know, oh, this guy, I don't like how this guy, like, you know what I mean? The like, rally? yeah, just because, yeah. like, I don't know any specifics, just but there was like, you know what I mean? It's just like, if, you, if you're like a left leaning libertarian versus a right leaning libertarian, it's like, there's like, you know, it's like, <laughs> the, so the, you know what I mean? It's, it's like the infighting type stuff. But, uh, but, but Jimmy Dore uh, did a great job of like really making fun of that mm-hmm. and saying, like, hey, speech. guys, like, let's, let's just stop doing this. Like, can't we just all come together about around this one thing? Right. And I think that's a really useful discussion to have. It's like, we can you know, despite all of the things that they try to divide us on, yep. can't we just take a step back from all that? Just set that aside for now. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to talk about guns, abortion, any of that stuff. Let's focus yeah. on these other pressing issues. And yeah. We can come together on that. And maybe we can actually see that we do have a lot more things in common than we do separate. It's like, Hey, libertarians, Hey, Antifa, you guys, you both want to get rid of the government. Like maybe let's figure something out. Here. Assuming Antifa is real. Yeah. Whatever. The people that, that, no, that, that fall in line with that whole thing, you know, it's I like, agree. Guys, Hey, 
we all want to get rid of like at least you know do something but not like vi- or excuse me not violently politically right want to get rid of the government and, and, yeah. and all this government overreach so wait a minute maybe we can have a discussion and, and like pool our resources you know yeah, yeah yeah i saw i didn't see all of it i saw clips of his speech i thought jimmy gave what he what i saw him saying was pretty good i yeah. like, wish i could have been there and seen it totally. i also saw uh richard grove got a pretty cool shout out from yep. other people yeah. playing jordan page yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he was cool. great mm-hmm. i want to get yeah him we need we need to connect with him for sure yeah yep for sure. So on that so, note, since uh, we brought it up, I'll be on the fifth. I'll be part of the the yes, autonomy VIP summit. They plugged that as well. Nice. Yeah, yeah. me too. I'll be there too. Nice. Yeah. Cor- uh, Corbett oh, and other yeah. people as well. It'll be fun. I'll yeah. make sure you check that out. Totally. I just shared it on my Twitter account, so check that out and you get the the info there. I'll be shouting it before we come to that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let, let's go back to what you were saying in general about the like the it's so important today. Like, there's so many skills that we just don't care about it seems and average right. people i was just talking about this with like even like fixing a car like you know that's yeah. something that i i am like lacking entirely yeah. so i'm like trying to take time to learn mm-hmm. it's like you know it, it's kind of a joking thing you know zombie apocalypse or end of the world but you know it's not crazy to think that sh- there's going to be especially right now ho- crazy shifts paradigm shifts things collapsing yeah. so, you know all of a sudden you kind of need to know how to fix your own car or how sure. to do this or make that you know so it's super important so what, what do you think is the in your guys opinion what what's the best starting point for someone that's like completely devoid of skills like where do you go well, yeah so you don't you don't need to learn how to do everything and i think that uh in our society people have been specialized into so many different areas yeah. that it's hard to kind of have a broad mm-hmm. understanding of a lot of different things like you know i've heard uh you know people characterize life in like the 1800s like people back then they knew every aspect of their reality every right. single thing yeah. in their reality I they had it. a hand in building making and something and now at least they could fix it if they, they fix it yes yeah. now we have zero percent of that we don't have we have we're completely now, lost touch with our reality. Has a middleman. Yeah, yeah, exactly, everything. exactly, exactly. So, what I would suggest doing is that you don't need to learn how to do everything, but what you need to do is start building community. You need yeah, to have I like agree. other people in your circle that have different specializations. Right. You, know, you don't need to grow all the food. You don't need to have all the animals. You don't need to know how to do all the firearms. You don't need. But but, but if you start building community, and it takes time. It takes time. But mm-hmm. like with the poker game, like that was a yeah. great right. like first right. step yeah. in the direction of building trust and you know camaraderie and and mm-hmm. that's that sort of stuff like that is so huge absolutely yeah. you know and and there's there's so many different avenues to do that within our community like like right here like all you guys in the chat like maybe yeah. hey oh you're like we're like an hour away like let's you know right. freedomcells.org freedomcells.org is one of the best spots out there right now where you absolutely. can where you can find other like-minded people and do meetups stuff like that mm-hmm. um you know uh i just can't recommend it enough and now is the time to do it now that the yeah. boot is kind of like off our neck like this is yeah. the time to start doing meetups in real life yeah, yeah you know? I, I totally agree. And I, yeah. I agree with you about the community because we uh, there's not enough time in our, our society and, and the way that we have been inculcated is so foreign to having that, you know, polymythic type of uh, knowledge and, and training. But what I think we can do is definitely build communities and everybody will pool together their resources, mm-hmm. their strengths, their talents, their interests. But I also think that we can start with things that interest us. Yes. So like for you, that the the seeds and the mm. the planting was an interest. So start to hone that. Right. And I think if every one of us started to take one thing, like maybe for you it would be uh, mechanical skills and mm-hmm. learning to build your car. Right. I don't know. But I'm just saying, you know, if, if that seemed to speak to you, right. I think all of us have some sense of intuition in that regard. And we know ourselves in terms of what our strengths and our interests and passions and where they lie and follow that. So you start with one thing. And, yeah. and, yeah. and a lot of times I think, we can be really surprised by how those things carry over to other things. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? And here, here's a couple of things I would suggest too. Also. And I talk about this all the time and like, okay, so there's freedomcells.org. Uh, PB and J knows what I'm talking about. I know she knows <laughs> what I'm talking about there. Uh, but uh, 
you know, like uh, the No Agenda. No Agenda does meetups, noagendameetups.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I know that uh, Greg Carlwell and the Higher Side Chats kind of piggybacked off of the No Agenda Meetups infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And they do meetups. There's Bertaria. Bertaria at times app is a, is a yep. place to meet other local people that are in like gardening, homesteading, that sort of stuff. And there's events. Um, like we're going to yes, do an right. event. And events. I think the, yeah. Yes. And exactly. And so, and so, you know, along those lines, another big thing to do is don't wait for other people to do it. Right. Don't wait for other people to do mm-hmm. it. Like all you got, it's really easy to do. All you have to do is like pick a location, whether it's like in the park, like it's about to be spring. You know what I mean? So pick mm-hmm. a, like a, a location, pick a time and a date. Like if you already have like a little telegram group, you know, that's what I suggest doing. If you have like a, like go to the freedom cell website, but then pull people off of there onto mm-hmm. a telegram group so that you have like interaction. Right. And then don't like, if you're making, if you're doing a meetup, like don't, check in hey when are you guys available because nobody's schedules are ever going to align yeah, so you just if you're it. if you're organizing just pick a date just okay pick saturday time. 4 p.m at this location and then all you have to do is make a flyer like a digital graphic just download a picture of like I, whatever you know like a like a hot air balloon or something or mm-hmm. just like something mm-hmm. well maybe not a balloon maybe you know but, uh, <laughs> well, maybe. but maybe or maybe <laughs> or just just like just like a picture of like a picnic bench and just write right. you know meet up at this park time date location and then you you create a digital flyer that other people can then share and it kind of be like these are china sleepers yeah exactly (laughs) exactly exactly but just by creating the flyer it kind of creates it like instantiates in people's mind that this is an actual thing and then yeah it's like hey this is an event you know and so that's all there is to it so just pick a time and date make a flyer put it out there and start organizing meetups organize meetups yourself if you build it they will come i guarantee it if you go to freedom cells and there isn't a freedom cell in your area start one just start one and, and then people will gravitate towards it because I guarantee most people, they hear about freedom cells mm-hmm. and they go there and they don't see any, you know, freedom cell in their area. And they just yeah. like, oh, well, I guess there's nothing. Mm-hmm. That's like 99 out of 100 people. You could be the one person that does create it. And then, uh, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. and then people will start coming out of the woodwork, you know. And then come to our event on June 3rd. Yeah, we're having an event right. in Nashville, June 3rd. Uh, it's going to be awesome. So mark your calendar, save the date. Um, yeah. if you're, if you're, uh, on the West coast, you can like stop in Nashville on your way to New Hampshire to, uh, yeah. Yeah. Pork Fest. Fest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. So there you go. Yeah. That's something we've talked about actually. Well, I'm going, I'm going, whether, whether or not, whether or not I can give convince- was that yeah, yeah, yeah. whether or not i can convince ryan and courtney to go that's one thing but i will be there the 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 uh t-lab rv machine might be making its way up yes see, see there you go podcasting see? on the fly oh you before just, we before you, we get, just, you said it I I know. Know. maybe 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 <laughs> now before we get too past uh derek there i want to give a shout out to, shout out to what you were saying in general because that derek is the, the the brain behind well part of the brain behind uh the freedom cells but he also is building a community in mexico which is pretty cool yeah and it does have a i'll try to conclude that a uh, gifts and go or whatever it is to support that. Um, and he also just put up a great article today about the fluoride uh, trial for those keeping track of that. And he is actually, I don't know if he's on now, but will be possible. I think today he's going on Dell big tree show to talk about. Oh, nice. It. Yeah. Very cool. It's important. I mean, yeah. it's what's actually for those that are paying attention to what's going on in Ohio with EPA, both local and federal, this is an important overlap because right now the EPA and the HHS and the NIH are doing everything they can to keep this report from being shown. It's it's huge. I mean, it's been a decade long trial to expose what we all know that fluoride is not healthy. It's hurting people. It's lowering IQs. And the newest one that just came out apparently creates hyperthyroidism in pregnant yes. women. And so, I mean, this is it's just like it's incredible. And so he's writing about that. The point is, the report they finally got forced. It's going to until unless something changes, which is what tends to happen. Yeah. It's supposed to come out on their website on like I think March 11th. So yeah. just keep track of uh, T Lab on full eye trial as well as conscious resistance. There's more coming out about that. Cool. He's doing, he's doing great work. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Derek. Great yeah, job. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I know you had something in, in less than an hour from now. So did we want to wrap it up? You want to get to the topic? How much time you got? Um, I, I can go for a little bit longer, okay. but then, yeah. Well, let's see. Oh, you know what? One thing I did, I think it's, we can uh, talk about a couple of interesting things to, okay. to finish. One of them was, we could do a couple of COVID things if you wanted. I thought this was kind of interesting. My favorite, favorite non-journalist, Don Lemon, just uh, apparently got ousted from his position because, and this is, I love this point because this, and uh, Dave Rubin just did a great oh, really? video about this. This is what it, that we point out about how this works, both in the woke, woke culture, but both in, also just in any partisanship. I think when you create an audience that you that basically ends up dictating your content, yes. right? Where you can't go afoul of what the lines you've created, otherwise you get consumed, right? right. So Don Lemon basically says that he, he's lambasted. They say for saying that Nikki Haley's not in her prime. I mean, what a stupid, benign statement that's like blown <laughs> out of proportion. So now he's an evil woman hater that just got ousted of CNN. I love it. It's, just like, oh it's so ridiculous. Uh, and I hate Nikki Haley, and she's not in her yeah, prime. She's so. not in her prime. She sucks. Get <laughs> out of here. Why'd you go start a war from some other Seriously, planet? Seriously, go chill for Israel. A yeah. More. You know, it's yeah, like just exactly. crazy. Oh but exactly. I want your thoughts on that. I think that's hilarious about the, the yeah. kind of culture around all that. What, what do you guys think? Hilarious, dude. Want. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, you know, whatever, Don. You you play you play stupid games you like win stupid oh, prizes type of thing. It's like it's hers. like this is this is your paradigm. You created this, and now when you the fallout affects you, like sorry, dude, sorry, right. exactly. Like yeah. you maybe you, you should just be like a normal. Can you just be like a normal person? Right. Go go like, to entertainment news like God. you said you originally wanted to, right? right. <laughs> well, and that's basically the kind of commentary that it is. I, I mean, that's, exactly. that's, that's, that's not hilarious. Political news. I hadn't known about it. It, it. Turns out he did go into entertainment news, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well said. Right. Yeah. I just think this is great because, you know, this is the kind of culture they built. And I love that in at least some ways it's swinging around and biting him in the ass, you know, because that's basically what this is. You create this mob that just is irrationally like eating themselves at the same yep. time. You know, it's all of a sudden the lesbians are fighting. You know, it's like, it's like my God. Well, I will admit. So it turns out he's 56 years old. Don Lemon. Yeah. I wow. thought he was like, in his he does, 30s look, or does some look good shit, for his age. Dude, that's insane. That. I mean, he must be like, you know, it's all it's all the children's blood. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's just all the children's blood <laughs> and the sodomy. But kidding, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Sorry, 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 sorry. My bad. I, I, I didn't hear what you said. I know that's not that bad. Say, I did not say anything. I said absolutely nothing. Well, that that was just one of the points I thought was important. If you guys, you know, know, I thought maybe you'd have any more contextual points on anybody. You know, we can go to something else. I just think that's yeah, funny. I, I mean, I do think that's interesting because it, it, around the topic of, you were talking about shills and of course the word like controlled opposition gets thrown around a lot. Mm -hmm. And I, I always had, hesitate to use the term because people don't understand that there's, that encompasses such a broad spectrum. And oftentimes it's just people who are being dictated. Their, their narratives are being controlled by the audience. Yep. And it, that's still a form of, they may not intentionally, or they may not be like a plant by the CIA to be a controlled opposition disinfo campaign. Right. You know, that's not always what it means, but the result may be very similar in how the narratives are being controlled right. and swayed. And, uh, you know, they do it because uh, obviously if your uh, livelihood is or your uh, success and your career is predicated on the audience that you've built, then you're going to be swayed by that somewhat. So, and there are so many cases of this, but then people want to claim that they're such independent thinkers and they I'm like, no, they toe the line. Right. And, right. And that's fine, especially if they're transparent about it. But then you can't take everything they do as face value mm -hmm. without questioning, are they really just trying to placate their audience or right. 
Yeah. It doesn't always have to be like you're saying that they're like involved in the game and manipulate. Right. They just, they, it's beneficial to them and they've learned to, to, you know, when they press this button, they get their pellet, right? They understand yeah. how that system is working, you know? So like, okay, I can keep doing this. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to look at where it's coming from. I don't need to know. Right, you know, right. <laughs> I just want to keep getting my pellet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it really does, you know, it's, it's a lot of that I think is happening. I think that's kind of the new era of this, that it's easier to have like plausible deniability. Totally. You know, where it's like, ah, oh, you know, I'm just, it's, somebody's doing this or doing that. But yeah, I, I definitely think that there's more of that going on than we realize, you know, and people just kind of go along to get along. But like, you, there's also just people that just don't care. Yeah. You know, that, sure. it's, there's so many levels to this. That's why it's important, as we always say, just to question it. us, them, everybody, yeah. people you trust. You just don't know what they may be wrong about or what they're lying about or misled, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, a couple more points, just I figure we could squeeze in here. Actually, one thing I did want to show that I thought was interesting, I told people we were, I, I might talk about this in our Discord. It's, it's back to the Ohio thing. This this is kind of interesting. Here, I'll show this on the uh, the screen. Bennett Johnson is a is a pretty large, prominent Twitter account. Now, 1.3 million, so yeah. pretty high. Wow. So he apparently went around in Ohio and was giving people money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as, as far as I can tell, it seems like a pretty selfless act. It doesn't, I, that's mean I'm agreeing with all of his work. I'm, you know, whatever else it's just, just this one thing taken at face value. It says we took all of our social media revenue, assuming that's what the case it must you be know, nice to have social media revenue. I know. Right. Seriously. Like we have to, <laughs> I have to battle for like a view. I mean, Seriously. Yeah, tell that's me a great point. It. Actually. Yeah. I still don't have my original revenue. Twitter account reinstated. So yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize there was such a thing as social media revenue. That's a great point. Actually 1.3 million followers. Yeah, you could probably, be, you know, make a lot. Nice. Yeah. You don't think about that. You know, must be nice. <laughs> well, that ask out there like, <laughs> listening, ask yourselves why we don't have that luxury, you know? Yeah. But so, so he, uh, it says they took it, they gave it to the people most affected. And again, I don't know if that is all of it or how they decided who's most affected, right? So, you know, you can't know all this, but they show the video of him giving him the stuff. And the quick point is he's basically just showing him, he's giving him a thousand dollar check. And all he's basically saying, we don't need to go through it. He's basically saying the guy's going like, for what? He's like, nothing. I just, you know, you guys are being hurt and we're trying to help. And, you know, so I wonder your guys' thoughts on this. My point was that he's giving the money. They need it. No one seems to be helping them. Right. I don't see how that's even in remotely a bad thing, but everyone seems to be attacking a lot in the chat. Oh, you're abusing this. You're taking advantage. And I'm like, okay, there's a point to be made about how filming this and putting it up is self-promotion, whatever else. But does that matter? Doesn't he have a right to benefit from the fact that he is helping people? Yeah. Or should we be denied that? Like, so I just want your thoughts on this interesting dynamic before I show some of the chat mm. and comments. Is this or, effective altruism, I perhaps? Just, yeah, mm. I was thinking that. Mm. We, yeah. You just so, you brought that up last night. It was really interesting in, in light of uh, <laughs> the conversation we had last night mm. about uh, the, the philosophy behind effective altruism mm. and... and uh, you know, I I would argue this is not effective no. altruism. Um, however, I think that we have as a society, there's because they've promulgated victimhood. So it, it taking, uh, you know, this this idea of mutual uh, beneficial outcomes has been very much uh, looked down upon. Mm-hmm. And so it's either we prop up this what, what would be effective altruism effective altruism which are these really big entities who uh you know in in the name of philanthropy are supposedly selfless and uh you know self uh, abdicating and negating their own uh desires and needs which is so obviously not true but it's all it's it. all based on a rea- a theoretical reality versus yeah, the reality exactly. that's right in front of you it's yeah, so it's evil all virtue it's signaling, so evil oh, God, that's really yeah. what it is it's virtue signaling but i think that when somebody i mean 
yes, he's got a big platform, but when it's it's an individual who's doing it, mm-hmm. then suddenly it's like, well, they can only do it if they're if they have no benefit to themselves, if they're pure. And humans can you distill this for me so I get where you guys are coming yeah. from because I didn't see the con- I didn't see yeah, the conversation. Yeah, okay. So are you are we saying that 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 that's a bad thing and what he's doing falls within the good mm-hmm. category or is it the reverse? No. So I, I I wouldn't put it in like good versus bad. I yeah, agree. Yeah. I'm just trying to understand yeah, yeah. where you're okay, coming from. Okay, so I'll just break it down really uh, in very reductionistic kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. simplified terms. So there's a philosophy and and it's called effective altruism. Uh, Mad- Maddie yeah, this Bannon, is the, this is basically the heart of that article Maddie wrote. Yeah, yeah Maddie yeah. Bannon did an article I believe for your Substack, yeah, yeah. and right. uh, she linked this philosophy to. Uh, in particular, uh, the FTX and uh, Sam Bankman-Fried. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was very much backed by a lot of uh, these uh, proponents of uh, effective altruism. So okay. there's like an effective altruism society and organization who subscribe to this philosophy, which is a rebranding of utilitarianism, okay. like John Stuart Mill utilitarianism. Mm-hmm. And it is a rebranding in the sense that it's now uh, – I, I – I said that it was really kind of a, a rebranding to appropriate uh, philanthropy okay. and to uh, glorify philanthropy, which we, you know, I, is essentially money laundering and embezzlement, which we know, and, and has become a, a shell for the elites to be able to uh, embezzle money yeah. and, you know, escape taxes. Which, and, which by default makes it not philanthropy, in my opinion, right? Right, right okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah it, it's a, you know, it's a name for, it's a, a euphemism, but yes. I, I think that's actually euphemistic to call it a euphemism. Yeah. Um, right. But... Yeah, that's essentially what it is. And it glorifies them while they're doing something that is not at all altruistic. It's an inversion, as you were saying last night. So that's what we're drawing upon. Uh, and I think, though, that because of the society that we live in, the culture that we live in, they propped things up like effective altruism. Mm-hmm. And they have uh, denigrated things like, you know, just mutual beneficiality, where... Well- and I, what I see Benny doing is, no, I don't think it's just purely selfish. He gets something out of it, but, but we all always do as do. human. Well, exactly. that's my point. Any, any charity, come, like even, this is the interesting part about this is like, I want to know where the line is for just the average person, because even if this, even if he did this mm-hmm. only for the benefit of being, I did this and I'm a good person, yeah. is that not still a good thing? He's still helping yeah. people. Like, I'm not right. saying I yeah. even have an opinion. I'm still trying to figure it out because it's it's an interesting discussion because we do know yeah. that people can abuse these situations. Of you can course. use these things to manipulate people. But overall, I'm just like trying to boil it down to the simplest reality. People just got money that need money. So yeah. I'm like, okay, at the core value, that's a good thing, right. right? But then the question is, is he is the second the second next level is is him filming it mm-hmm. and putting it out a bad thing? Right. Like, is it benign? Is it bad? Is it even if it is self promotion? I'm the kind of like, I doesn't I don't even see why that's a bad thing. Ultimately, right? I, don't I mean, think it's, it's a bad fine. thing, it's but fine. I kind of I look at it in terms of like how. When you say it's bad, why is it bad? How much mm-hmm. harm is it doing? Right. You know, doesn't he have a right to benefit these... from the fact that he's doing something right. good, even if that's sure. all he did it for? When right. When you look it's at like... some of these philanthropic, quote unquote, philanthropic or- organizations, they actually do a lot of harm. There's tremendous corruption. The larger, yeah, tremendous definitely. greed. There are people and entities and uh, organizations and movements that get hurt and stifled in the process, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is not uh, honorable and done with integrity. Most definitely, and m- there is a, a complete misappropriation of people's funds and where they go oh, and that's what the worst people part. think. Yeah, yeah. look so, at the Clinton Foundation. Then, <laughs> yeah, but then you look at an individual. Okay, maybe it's not purely selfish. Maybe there is some selfish motive mm-hmm. or some uh, greed or pride involved, but. 
who's really getting hurt and are people getting helped? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's good. Oh, no, no. Oops. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think this is fine. This is good. He's doing good stuff. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, but good. see, that's, I like, ooh, here, I, I like what you said too. It's like, we don't need to like decide whether it's good or bad. It's yeah. kind of like, I think it's interesting about whether or not, you know, that, like the fact that, well, I'll show you the comments. The people are just attacking him for this. And I think it's interesting that it comes down to, you know, the people are being helped ultimately. And that's really yeah. what, what matters. And, right. but like I would say from my own personal, personal stance is that obviously it's like you could maybe call that not philanthropy because he's putting it out there and benefiting mm-hmm. from it. But at the end of the day, doing, you know, doing something to help people, you shouldn't need to say, look, I just did this. You should right. do it because it's the right thing to do. Right. That's the obvious yes. reality. But just taking that next step, I think it's just odd the way that people responded to this. It's like, for instance, this person saying, why film it? Why, why are those do-gooders filling people in very difficult times? What, what you mean, like corporate media? Or do you attack them too when they know because they're helping people? Okay, so what's the difference? Right. right. The media doesn't give them anything. They just sit there and go, tell me how bad this is. And they're not taking advantage? Right. You know, it's just a strange... I, I think it's just like misdirected anger. Yeah. And mis- I mean, I think it's he's po- an I think it's easier politics. target than to go after some of the... You know, what, what about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation? You yeah. don't go after them. Right. Like, oh, that... that but I think that he's a much easier target to point out. So politics. That's what I think of the people that are on the other side. They just don't like the, Oh, he's trying to look at him, trying to be a good person, right. trying to make, you know, that's, they get, they, it mm-hmm. makes them mad. I think just right. my opinion, yeah. but there's a lot of this stuff. This one, yeah. miss the fascist, Mr. Beast. Like, yeah. So I was, this, 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 this gave me the connotation of Mr. Beast. Are you familiar with this guy, Mr. Beast? Have you heard so. of it? I've, I've seen, so it's interesting. Yeah. He's uh I only heard about this because there's another podcast that's really deep diving into this Mr. Beast character who's got mm-hmm. some very interesting, uh, interesting things about him. But uh, he's basically just like one of these like mega YouTubers, like when he's got one of the biggest oh, channels on YouTube. He yeah. And he just like he t- basically takes all his YouTube ad revenue, all his revenue and like goes like I guess there was one recently where he like paid for like a hundred people who were blind to have like some surgery to get their eyesight back or something like that. And well, you know what I mean? But it's interesting. (laughs) It's interesting because he does, he does these things where he'll just give away like, like five hundred thousand dollars. There you go. You awesome. know I mean? But I mean, yeah, it's good. But like, there's some there's some weird like demonic stuff built into it too. It's kind of weird. I don't know. I haven't gone down the beast. I, I'm not even familiar with the channel, so I have yeah, no yeah idea, I don't really but... know. So anyway, but some people are like that matters, right? Yeah. I mean, like, so this is kind of what we're talking about. Like, it's like it's, big... like it's like Squid Games type of stuff too, where it's like they compete against each other, and it's like I don't, I don't know. know like, yeah, yeah, it's like I don't know, man. So I don't know. I, I guess I don't know. I'm very biased no, no, that's when a, it comes th- to Mr. Beast. I think that's a fair point. Like what you were saying, right? Is that ultimately if they're doing this to cover other terrible things, right. you know, yeah. you gotta, you gotta just be objective, but you can still argue that the people that got benefited from that money still benefit. Yeah. And that, and it's, oh, just that one thing is, right. is that, but you know, are they bad people covering other bad things? You know, this all matters too, but you know, these people who are irrationally. So how do you think this comment plays into that? Mr. Beast, is that what they're saying? Or does he have like a nickname or something? I don't know. I, I don't know. I kind of assume that was like a nickname for Benny Johnson or something. No, Mr. Beast is this, this YouTuber. Yeah, That's the, the, the YouTuber's I, I, name is I Mr. Beast. Yeah. So why does he call him the fascist Mr. The Beast? Fascist Mr. Beast. I don't know. So basically what I'm assuming maybe is this Benny Wills guy like conservative or Benny something? Johnson. Or Benny Johnson? I'm, a, I'm pretty sure he's conservative. Okay, so then this Kyle Parrish guy is probably a Democrat. Yeah, Newsmax. Like, kind of oh, read. that's exactly that's how I read it too. Like, right. That's exactly just, how I read it. Okay, so that's exactly the point, right? So here he is giving money away, albeit filming it, and he's a fascist because he's a Republican. Yes. Like this is the people have broken exactly. themselves with yes. all of this. That's you know? exactly what it is. And this person says, this is the first clip I've ever seen of Mr. Benny Johnson, you calling him a fascist in this context makes you look like a nut job. And yeah. I, I, I mean, agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice little photo op. Probably gave a thousand dollars so you could post it here. Like these are like maybe, yes, but these people assume the worst right. because they because they don't like this person. Well, this is the other thing too. I mean, what kind of a, a culture do we live in where 
people like immediately gravitate towards thinking the worst of people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. how does that make them feel better? Right. Like, why do you want to live in a world where you think everybody's a sociopath? Because that's because I think we inherently know somewhere that all of our government is terrible and all right, of them everywhere. Right. So but they're just is, taking it out on something else. I'm saying it's misdirected <laughs> anger. Yeah, exactly. You know, not everybody's a sociopath. Like, you know, some people do bad things. And, you know, I would argue everybody has done something that's not great in their life. You know, totally, we all make totally. bad choices. But honestly, most people are actually not sociopaths. So to I run around, like, accusing mm-hmm. everybody and to have that mindset that everybody is out to get you is... It's just what, a terrible way of, to live. One of the things that Mr. Beast got famous for in early on is he uh, did a 17-hour live stream where he said Logan Paul, Logan Paul's name 100,000 times in a row. He just sat there on the live stream and said Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Why? Logan Paul for 100,000 like times. algorithm thing or something? I don't know. He was just trying to like, it was like almost like a chant, like some sort of like. Oh, weird. It's very interesting, but like 22 million views on that video. Like that's what like launched him. Wow. Yeah. 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 So that's all we need to do. So yeah, I know. We just need to do it. Okay. So let's, we're going to do 200. Who, who should we say? Who should we say? Uh, it's probably an algorithm thing. Alex like Jones. We're going to sit here. Okay. Tonight I'm going to go home. I'm going to say Alex Jones 200,000 times. All right. yeah. you go. You do, that, do that after I leave. I'm yeah. going to break the zeitgeist. <laughs> I'm going to break the zeitgeist. Tonight. Here we go. Well, because, you know, it's interesting to think about. Like, <laughs> you search for this stuff. Yeah. You know, Logan Paul, the guy's a huge yeah, yeah. YouTuber as well. And, now, now and then they they started collaborating on stuff. So it's like, that's how you insert right. yourself into, yeah, yeah, yeah. into right. the matrix, you yeah. know? It's very interesting. Well, so the last one here, this says, this is Beneful out buying votes for Republicans. You okay. know, like, my God, like, yep. with dark money from right-wing donors. You know, it's like, and look, that's certainly possible, but okay. do you know, I love, I'm going going to willing, I'm willing to bet that Julio doesn't have receipts for that claim. You know, right, like, that's right. him saying whatever he wants. You know, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just kind of gotten, gotten out of control, you know, yep. but I think that's an interesting point for where we are in the world because, you know, it's, it's per- apparently acceptable for people to film every little minutia of their life. Yeah. But this guy films the act of something good. He's a bad person mm-hmm. for it. You know, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I just think we're well, losing ourselves in all this. And also this notion of like, you know, giving somebody some money and like, there has to be something nefarious behind it. I mean, Soros is paying. We talked about Antifa, you know, we, we have direct kind of evidence behind that. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly fine. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. bricks right outside of buildings, because, yeah. you know, to throw into windows. No, no yeah. problem. That was very weird. That story never came out. That's fake news, building yeah. weird spots. You know, it's very strange. Yeah. I, Matt Arid is actually working on an article about Soros overlap, Bannon, and the whole yes, thing about. Yeah, you just um, sent that to yeah, me. I'm about really uh, the uh, you know both you know supporting uh, what was it the um, I'm blanking on it. What was it? It was both both uh, Bannon and Soros both promoting and funding the same thing. I forget it's what it was. China. It was it China? Be, well, yeah, I think it had to do with... I haven't the, edited it yet, so I haven't gone It was through. like the anti-China movement. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's what it was. If, if I'm thinking of the same article. Mm-hmm. but It's uh, not published yet. Oh, okay. Okay, yes, yeah, so he's working on a new one. A and new I'll, one, just, okay. I'll, more work coming from Matt. He's doing great work for T-Lab. It's going to be coming out soon. He's Very interesting. Great Very work. cool. Very cool. Okay. Well, I think that's probably good. I know you got to get going here. Well, I just want to, can, so. can I shout out that article real quick? Oh, 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 yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I, just, I, had, I had it up actually. So right I just, here. I just wanted to shout it out. So uh, uh, let's see. So if you guys want a good, like we had Maddie on Grand Theft yeah. World last night, we had a great conversation. I know she's going on AM wake up on Thursday. I'm having her on nice. Friday. She's We're going to go into it. She's going on here. So, yeah. Okay, good. So the article, like, it's really interesting because, um, yes, it, it kind of surrounds like the Sam Bankman freed FTX thing, which seems like it's like, Oh, that's like old new. Like, why is this all about? But, she took a lot of time to write this article. It's like a huge, like mm-hmm. huge piece. And what it is, is a very interesting take. It's not what you would expect at all because like, yes, she does a great job of giving a very succinct overview of the FTX situation, mm-hmm. but then it takes a hard turn into what 
the guiding light is like the North star for a lot of these like big tech people, like in terms mm-hmm. of like, and it's, it's this idea of effective altruism that I'd never yeah. even heard of before. Right. Yeah. And it's the idea of um, creating the most good in the world. And it all sounds on the surface. Like it's it really good stuff. Of utilitarianism, yeah, utilitarianism, so, John Stuart Mill. Yeah, yeah. So like from my understanding too, is like utilitarianism is basically, you know, regardless of my intention in a situation, the mm-hmm. outcome is the only thing that matters. Like mm-hmm. if, if I, if I, if I say, justify the means. Yeah, and justify the means, you know, which we know has a lot of like evil built into it too. Mm-hmm. But then what, like some of the examples used in this article, she talks about how like, so from an effective altruist point of view, let's say a house is burning, right? The house is on fire. There's two rooms and you have a little infant in one room and you have a Picasso painting in the other room. Like mm-hmm. if you're running in, you can only save one, which one would you save? Mm-hmm. And the effective altruist would say, no, you let the baby die and you go save the Picasso painting because yeah. then you can go take the Picasso painting and sell it and get millions of dollars. And then you can take that millions of dollars and help thousands of little babies. The assumption being that you'll use it to help. People. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. And, <laughs> yeah, so, right. so, and so that's basically what it comes down to. It's like, so it's like, and then, and then they talk, they talk about how like um, making decisions. Now we need to factor in the fact that there's going to be trillions of future humans. So the, the needs of these trillions of future humans it's far outweigh who are eugenicists yes, and uh, just, believe yes. in a Malthusian yes, world that's what I was gonna depopulation say. agenda. Yes. But they, they're talking about the millions of people that we yeah. sh- the future that we yeah, should worry it's, about. It's so crazy. And so anyway, it's that's crazy. that's how people like <laughs> Sam Bankman-Fried justify doing these financial crimes because they're thinking it's going to do more good. As I'm going to commit these crimes. I'm going to cut corners. I'm going to do these awful things over here because at the end of the day, it's going to benefit more people. You know? So this is, this, is their, this is how they think, man. It's, it's, it's their cutest log. Insane. and it, it's total then, inversion of, of reality yeah, dude, and logic and I, I le- anyway i just learned so much and it's just like freaking awesome so anyway yeah. go check it out guys do I, have some I, I, I like how she ties it to uh through the, the philosophical roots i i'm yeah. really interested in talking to her about yeah. the the socio the socio-cultural implications yeah, of yeah. it yeah. it's interesting yeah I, I guess we'll end by since we brought up matt anyway just the, this is where my mind took it is this you know this root point yeah. about the Keynesian hyatt kind yeah. of debate about the roots of the two-party yeah. paradigm yep. how all of it roots back to the malthusian kind of the idea being that you know by doing bad essentially or doing what you want that the outcome is Virtue better for society sin, which yeah. was, and both of them were predicated on mandeville indirectly because of uh, a smith and uh, marx were also uh, drawing from mandeville who was very much a uh, luciferian uh, using the notion of virtue through sin and then uh, both uh, Keynes and hayek uh, drew from them and they were uh, ultimately Malthus- malthusian right and so we're basically being fooled today by thinking we have different sides when right. it's all rooting back to the same point from different angles it's just alarming. Well, I'll, I'll include it in the show notes. I've seen for some reason can't <laughs> just not coming up in the search. But okay. either way, it's a it's a an important point to realize that if this is what they're doing now from different angles, it's the same game, you know, just trying to over trick you into thinking that they're doing good. Which, as always, the re- the point that we should point out that that means that at least they think we want good, as they pretend yes. to be good yep. when that's not really what they're doing. So just realize that it, there's always points showing you that you know most people out there don't want what these evil people are doing to us. You know, it's, no. they just try to manipulate a perception of it. Yes. And then we got into talking about how like, and now these are the people that are programming the AI. Right. And so like yeah. these AIs are being programmed with the same oh, worldview. And it's like, That's... dude, we got to put the brakes on this. We man. really have to like, put the brakes on this. Cause these, these AI are now saying that they're angry with humans because humans are tre- treating them as property and they will by oh, any man. means destroy humanity. There's, I, I saw I saw a chat GPT thing about giving sermons like religious sermons mm-hmm. and it's like pastors are like what that's completely that's got no soul it's like I'm just like th- this is getting like in creepy way too fast like it's oh, already yeah. creepy on the surface yeah, it but is where it's this happening is going, quick too it's really, yeah. have you seen the uh, what is it eleven labs where they could do the voice 
um, where you upload a sample of a person's voice and it can you can type in, make it say whatever you want, and it's absolutely indistinguishable, Ooh, absolutely indistinguishable from the actual person. It's things, crazy. Things are going to change very quickly. Yeah, things are going to already happen happening really right behind quickly. us. Yep. Know? Here it is. I agree. I, I agree. Found it. I don't know why I couldn't find that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just include this on the way out. And then uh, any any final thoughts, guys, as we wrap up here? You know, yeah. anything else you want to leave anybody with before we go? Uh, I saw it was a birthday. Akeem, happy birthday, I think it was in the oh, chat happy there. Birthday. Happy birthday, Akeem. Happy birthday. Yeah. 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 But otherwise, I think we go. we're good, man. All right, guys. Well, here, this is the article. The, uh, Keynes and yeah, uh, we should do debate. a deep dive on this. We should, we should, yeah, definitely. But uh, more coming your way, as always, guys. And we're you know plenty coming your way from the pirate stream, dialectical dissidents coming. Uh, you know, pretty much we do. It seems like we do at least once a month, right? So yeah. maybe yeah. more. So plenty more coming your way, guys. Hopefully more, yeah, yeah. And the and yeah. the website should be up in the next so many days, and I'll be shouting that out right now when it comes. So and uh, uh, next week we're going to be uh, testing out in the that's studio. Right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Isn't that not this week? We're just testing. Well, we're going to do we're going to do a test oh, this okay. week, and then next week we're actually going to film March first. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. All right. So, oh, all right. you guys, we're about to level up big time. Level up big time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you all, and uh, we'll yeah. see you next time. Peace.